So some of us grew up listening to stories about haunted dwellings and the entities that linger around. If you're a local in Darwin, you'll definitely know what our yarn is going to be about. Since around the 1950s, there's been talk about a woman who lurks at East Point in the night. Thing is, she's already dead. This yarn is about the Poinciana woman. Hello there and welcome. I'm your host Elle and you're listening to one of many bizarre yarns. there, long time no see. I hope you enjoyed your holidays. But now that the new year is in full swing, it's back to the usual thing we do. Anyway, without further ado, let's kick the new year off with an old urban legend. First off, we'll head to the East Point Reserve, up in the Northern Territory. It's a sprawling, 200 hectare green space by the sea, with facilities such as playgrounds, exercise facilities, walking tracks, and a lake. It's also known as a place of biodiversity, boasting a monsoon forest home to around 254 vertebrates. Another interesting facet about the reserve is the supposed wraith that dwells there. They say at East Point Reserve, a ghost of a woman lurks. She is brimming with rage, unwilling to move on from the afterlife due to the tragedy that had befallen her. Coerce her into appearing, and it may be the last time anyone sees you alive. There are many variations of the legend of the Poinciana woman, but a common story goes along the lines of this. A long time ago, there was a young woman that lived in Darwin, and she was described to be beautiful with tanned skin and long flowing tresses of black hair. However, a group of men desired her and could not control their urges. They threw their morals away so that they could satisfy their twisted craving. So one day, they lured her to a deserted area and proceeded to each have their way with her. When they were finally done with their victim, the men left her lying there, bruised, battered, and a mere shell of her former self. But the suffering did not end for this poor woman. She later learned that she had become pregnant from the awful ordeal she went through. Unable to live with the trauma and the shame, the woman made her way to East Point Reserve, found a poinciana tree, and hung herself from one of its scarlet flowering branches. But the feeling of pain, shame and despair that she harboured as she died turned her soul into something ghastly. Those feelings transformed into seething rage and a lust for blood and revenge. It was men that did this to her, and it will be men that will pay the price. With their lives. Anyone unfortunate to see this vengeful ghost will initially see this woman as she was. Beautiful. She wears a flowing white dress and lures you towards her. 
but as soon as you get close, she lets out a blood-curdling shriek and transforms into a long-clawed monster that will shred you apart. Of course, you can summon her if you dare. On the moonless night, you spin around while chanting her moniker three times. She may appear, but you have been warned. Though like with most other legends, there are many variations to this story. Some say that the woman was Aboriginal, while others say that she's Asian. The men that attacked her were either Japanese soldiers or fishermen. Others speculate that it was American servicemen. The timeline as to when the woman ended her life also isn't clear. Some believe that she passed during first settlement, while others were told that it was during World War II, hence soldiers being part of the law. People also say that she hangs around the military turret that's there at the museum. The legend was around since the 1950s and to this day has been shared around in the top end. Like Bloody Mary, summoning the Poinciana woman is like a rite of passage, typically for kids and teens. And it's one of those things that your friend might tell you out of the blue, maybe during a nighttime drive. The legend goes that she attacks men. According to some, if you're a man out on your own at night in the area, the Poinciana woman would probably attack you. If you sense that you're being followed, you don't look back, because if you see her, you're inviting her to shred you apart. Lesson to that is, don't be a man alone at East Point. However, one thing that needs to be said is that the Poinciana is not a native plant to Australia. It's actually from Madagascar, and was imported and planted here at around the start of the 20th century. But despite this, the Poinciana woman story is seen as a part of First Nations legend over time. In the SBS series Shadow Trackers, hosts Hunter Page Lockard and Zach James travelled to Darwin to learn more about the legend of the Poinciana woman. In this episode, their guide was telling them a story about a couple that were out at East Point when they saw a figure of a woman with really long claws climbing up the cliff face towards them. In a panic, they ran back to their car, but only the man managed to get in. And as soon as the woman tried getting in, the door wouldn't budge. It was as if the doors were locked. She was shouting to let her in, but her partner couldn't get the door to open. But then, the Poinciana woman appeared then and there, and she said to the woman, It's alright, I won't hurt you. And then she vanished. They later visit Elder Kathy Mills, and she relays to them a story about a young woman from the Philippines who was engaged to a sailor who was bound to be at sea for a while. Day by day, she waited by the shore for his return, but news broke that her betrothed was lost at sea, and she couldn't help but grieve, not leaving the shore. Eventually, she was swept away, and after drifting for ages, she washed ashore on East Point, barely clinging to life. But a miracle happened. The land gave her nourishment, so much nourishment that she began to transform. Her final form was that of a banyan tree. Her hair had become the roots that hang down and dig into the ground. Her spirit still lingers within the trees, 
yearning for her lost love and seeing any young man that rests under the branches as him. She has monikered the Princiani lady, almost a homophone to Poinciana. Though, where did this Poinciana woman story originate from? Like many other ghost stories, it features the all-too-familiar woman in a white dress. All over the world, be they legends or sightings of ghosts, a common occurrence is that the spectral lady wears a flowing white dress. Bonus points if they have long black hair obscuring their face, just like Sadako from The Ring. Usually, the woman in white had died due to tragic circumstances and cannot move on to the afterlife, so she's left to haunt a dwelling. Like I said earlier, stories of seeing these women in white are present around the globe, including Asia. Now, why am I bringing Asia into this all of a sudden? Well, Darwin has a rather Asian influence to it, being the gateway to Asia and vice versa. Malaysians, Chinese, Filipinos and Indonesians had come to Darwin since the early 20th century, and along with them, they brought their own folklore from their respective cultures. It's possible that these have influenced the Poinciana woman story. And let me tell ya, some of these Asian stories are terrifying. Throughout my research, there have been numerous connections between the Poinciana woman and a Southeast Asian legend about what is called a Pontianak a supernatural creature that is widely believed in Indonesia, Malaysia, and surrounding nations. As told in numerous stories, the Pontianak is a female vampiric creature that is described to have long black hair down to her ankles, wears a bloodstained white dress, and has really long sharp claws that she uses to disembowel her victims, usually men. Does that sound familiar? Apparently, she is the unrested spirit of a woman that died while pregnant that had become that way. Signs that the Pontianak is around you is that you can smell the faint scent of frangipanis in the air, despite none being around or even in bloom. You can also either hear the sound of a baby crying or a woman laughing. If the sound is loud, that means that the Pontianak is far away. But if it's very faint, that means that the monster is near, maybe even right behind you. Another indication is a dog howling, meaning that there is a Pontianak in the area. And if the dog is whimpering, then that indicates she's near. She's usually lurking amongst trees, either perched on a branch like a bird, or physically within a banana tree stalk. No doubt, when Asian migrants came to Darwin, they told their stories to the Larrakia people and white settlers alike, thus being ingrained into Darwinian society. Anyhow, I also want to point out that Poinciana and Pontianak sound somewhat similar as well. So maybe over time, the legend of the Pontianak had evolved to become that of the Poinciana woman. I don't really know. That's just a theory. Though, it's worth noting that the Poinciana woman story, while an iconic legend in the top end, is present in other parts of Australia too. In Roland Derting's essay, The Poinciana Woman, the truth behind Darwin's most popular urban myth, 
There have been similar stories documented in Western Australia and Queensland. In this essay, Dirting discovered that there is a woman that walks around on one of the Cocos Islands that is rumoured to be a witch. And she's known as the Poinciana Woman. Additionally, in Cairns and the far north Queensland island of Thursday Island, there's a legend similar to the Poinciana Woman, in which the monster disguises herself as a woman or girl that the victim knows before attacking. Now I can't help but wonder, is the Poinciana Woman more than just an urban legend? I know I've been referring to it as a legend or a story, but there have been people that claim to see the Poinciana Woman or have even been scratched up by her. Maybe it could have been an animal? But people have claimed to see the actual woman, like white dress, claws and all. Could it be one's overactive imagination or a mind trick? I remember talking in the Bloody Mary yarn I did when I said something along the lines of our own minds playing tricks on us. Especially when it's dark and you can't see too well and your mind just fills in the gaps. It's just a thought, but I don't want to invalidate anyone's experiences. They saw what they saw, they experienced what they experienced, and it's up to whoever as to whether they believe them or not. At the end of the day, the Poinciana woman is a part of Darwin's unique and fascinating culture. Me personally, I find it cool that there's a creepy legend attached to the place. It makes it a lot more thrilling. And yeah, the story is creepy to me. Even though I'm a chicka, I still wouldn't be hanging out there on my own at night. Even if the Poinciana woman is apparently only targeting men and boys. But that being said... East Point Reserve does seem to be a rather pleasant destination that I'd like to visit one day. Only when it's daytime, though. Anyway, I'd like to ask you, is there an out-of-the-ordinary urban legend based in your town or city? Feel free to share it with the rest of us. I mean, I would, but I got nothing from my little old town. So I'm gonna end the yarn here. It's been a while since I last made an episode... So I may be a little rusty. Sorry about that. As always, rate and review if you haven't yet. And feedback is always welcome, my dears. If you like the podcast, please spread the word by recommending it to your friends, family, co-workers and your kids' teacher. I hope you stay safe wherever you are. Lock your doors and windows, draw your curtains closed and tell the person knocking from the inside of your wardrobe that you're not home. Until the next episode, see ya! Thank you for tuning in to Bizarre Yarns. This episode was researched, written and edited by El Host. Now, we're all here to have a good time. We all have different backgrounds, ideas and opinions and I would like to ask you to please be respectful and mindful of other listeners and followers. If you have any questions or just want to give your two cents, contact me via email or Instagram, Twitter, all of which are in the show notes. Again, I'm grateful for you listening and I look forward to the next yarn. Thank you.